Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand finances can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, certified kingdom advisor, fiduciary, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and your host for the next 30 minutes. Now, this month, we have been talking about the fact that statements are down and why are we paying a financial advisor to lose us money? (laughs) Well, technically, is that what's really happening? Or have we been taught that if the statement is down, our advisor is horrible? If the statement's up, well, then our advisor obviously must be a hero. I would say that it's important that we look at the holistic picture and understand what the responsibility of an advisor is and what they actually should be bringing to the table. This is what you should be experiencing, a more holistic approach, at least in my opinion. Now, if you did not join us last week, I'm going to have you go back to last week's program and watch it at your convenience because we're talking about four key areas when it comes to understanding what to look for in a financial advisor. If we can't use our statements as the indicator of whether an advisor is good or bad, well then what in the world do we use? And that's why the four areas where we're gonna focus on, well, we focused last week, we're gonna focus this week, and you got it, we're gonna focus the next few weeks. Those areas are first and foremost, what is their experience and the credentials that they have? That's important. Not just taking a test and saying, I think I'll be a financial advisor today. We want to understand where they come from, what they're all about. And is this just a job so they can feed their family? Or is this a calling where their clients become family? What is their approach? We're going to dive into it a little bit more because we didn't get through all the credentials involved that I believe a financial advisor should have. Now, in addition to that, the second area that you want to look for is what accountability do they have? You know, that bothers me when individuals will say, hey, so-and-so promised me this. I've learned to ask them to put it in writing, right? If it sounds too good to be true, it might be. So we want to know that there's accountability put in place with your financial advisors. Anybody can get on TV and say all kinds of things of what you should and shouldn't do in the investment realm and how you should expect certain rates of returns when they don't have a license where they have to be accountable for their words. So accountability is a big area when it comes to financial advisors and what to look for on where you're getting your advice. Now, the third area, and we're not even going to get close to touching it today, but if you're looking for those four key points, the third area is your philosophy. Now, that might sound highfalutin, but really, it's what do they believe about money? We have to know how our advisor thinks about money because they're going to give you advice based upon their belief. If they think the stock market is the end all to everything, then they're going to give you advice that will put your money, almost said funnel, we don't want to use that word, but we will put your money into the stock market. But what if you have a viable business? What if that business needs to have the finances going towards that? 
Or what if you love real estate? There are so many different areas, so you need to know with your financial advisor, are they just giving you investment management? Or are they actually a planner that's going to look comprehensively and even look at protection and estate issues and tax issues? Not that they try to take the place of your CPA or an estate planning attorney, but they're, they're aware of it. So I believe the philosophy of how we look at money is so important. In fact, if you're a client and you're watching me on YouTube now, or maybe you're listening to me on the radio or our podcast, you know that when we sit down with our clients, the very first thing we did when we first met was I explained how I believe money works, right? I did the three, two, one, which we'll do in a future uh, radio program. But I explained how I feel about money, why I believe that we need to be careful that taxes may always increase. Can I guarantee it? No. Do I want to guarantee it? No. <laughs> Do I want to prepare for it in case it happens? Absolutely. And how I believe the market will always be volatile. Is that bad? No. In volatility, we can find opportunity. We can take intentional, calculated risk in it but we've got to know how we believe. So that's the third component. And we're gonna take time in a future program this month to be able to go over that. And then the fourth way that we talked about is the process. Understanding the process is so important. An advisor needs to have a process he brings, he or she <laughs> brings your clients through. And then they also have to have a process on how they are looking at investments, how they look at protection, how they look at savings, how they look at estate planning, taxes, and all the different components. What's the process that they use for that? Knowing those components can help them and should help them be able to help you on your projection for reaching goals. Because it might be awesome that you have a great rate of return and the market's up. Oh, that's great. But you know what's also awesome? When you reach those goals, when you get to be grandma and you have enough resources to be able to buy them a gift or take them out for ice cream, to go to the playground and just swing them on the swing because you don't have to be at work that day. You know, goals to me, when I'm talking with my clients, are what they talk about. They talk about wanting to travel. They talk about wanting to go to Italy. They talk about camping and kayaking and all these different areas. And then they look to me as a financial advisor, as a financial planner, certified financial planner, and say, how do we take the steps to make that happen? So I would encourage you as we start going through this process, as today we finished our discussion on just point one, which is having proper experience and the proper certifications and understanding why those certifications are important. Perhaps what you'll see is that it's so much more than rate of return that you need to be looking for in your advisor. And would I love that you would come and work with me? Absolutely. Are you required to? No. Use these as criteria to find the person that's right for you. I firmly believe there are enough people in this world that I can have those who I'm called to minister to. Other financial advisors will have those that they're called. There's enough people that are hurting and want financial advice. There's enough for everyone. I'm going to provide this advice for you. You choose to use these. And it's not really advice because I want to be careful for my compliance officer who's going to watch this before it can go public, that my encouragement to you 
would be to use these four criteria points when you're evaluating a financial advisor. So let's jump right in. And where I want to start is I want to go back to where we left off last week. So if you were with us last week, I gave a lot of my backstory about my experience. Then that, let me just say, that was the tip of the iceberg. But it was enough of what we needed. Now I want to focus really on the designations, the credentials that I believe advisors should have. Because I said it last week, I'll say it again this week, and probably will say it next week too. Financial planners, financial advisors, certified financial planners, qualified kingdom advisors, all these different components, it's more than just taking a test and saying, I'll be an advisor today and putting a shingle on the door. It is about understanding how money truly works. And to understand it, you have to dive into it. And as we mentioned last week, the Certified Financial Planning designation, which is a designation I have and many other advisors have, if you're not sure when you're interviewing an advisor, I would encourage you ask them, are you a certified financial planner? The reason I'm asking is that a certified financial planner has anywhere usually between 4,000 to 6,000 hours of study. They're going to look at modern portfolio theory. They're going to look at how investments work. They're going to understand insurances. They'll study estate taxes. They'll study regular taxes, ordinary income, capital gains. What do I do with these uh, stock purchases? All the different components, all the different insurances. There's different areas that they all must study for us to get this designation. Now, I want to read one component, and the article that I'm reading from is from the Forbes.com. It's online, and I wanted to read it because it had CFP versus financial advisor, and I just want to read this quote, and I'll talk about it a little bit with you. It says, while most CFPs call themselves financial advisors, not all financial advisors are CFPs. Understanding the difference is important. A financial advisor can be anyone who helps you manage your money. Let me just stop right there. So if Joe Blow off of the street wants to go ahead and give you financial advice or someone on the television wants to give you financial advice, they don't have to have a license to do this. There's no specific licensing or certification process required for someone to call themselves a financial advisor. That's like scary. That's why when you're looking for someone to take your life savings, when you're about to move into one of the newest seasons of your life where you're saying, I'm done working, I'm going to retire, and I need this nest egg to last despite this inflation, you need, in my opinion, to have someone who's not just a financial advisor, but someone who's a certified financial planner. That's the difference right there. Typically, a financial advisor some of them will have some kind of licensing exam that lets them sell. So you have those, let's kind of back up. We have those who don't have any license. They're just telling what they think you should do with your money. Then you have those who have passed a test and they can sell you something 
okay? And then you have those who have passed a test who want to do more comprehensive financial planning. Hopefully, you can see the difference between the three of them. And as we're putting together this checklist of what do we need to do to make sure we're working with the right people, it's really not the result of that rate of return. It goes back to what are the credentials they hold. Now, how much does a certified financial planner cost? Here's the deal. There can be all different prices, but according to, and I'm quoting it from, what is a certified financial planner from Forbes Advisor? It says that the average CFP charges $250 an hour. That is correct, at least from my end, when what I'm used to. They'll charge $2,500 so that you have a comprehensive financial plan. People might say, are you kidding me? $2,500? What are they going to do? Well, they're going to look at all the insurances and all the risks that are there. They're going to look at all the, I should say, they should be looking at all the investments and the options that are right for you. They're going to look legally, should you be setting up a trust? Do we need to set an appointment? Now, I want to be careful for a moment here. I know in our office, we have an attorney that we talk with that is able, I keep him on retainer so that I can double check some things with him, but we also have attorneys so that they can be elder law care. How do we take care of if there's something going on? These are all part of the comprehensive plan to bring together a package so an individual can say, okay, I see what I'm supposed to do. Now, here's the scary part. Sometimes people get a comprehensive plan and they check a little box and say, whew, did it. I'm done with my financial planning. Whew, that was a lot of work, but I did it. Oh, no, no, no. It doesn't work that way. Financial planning should be an ongoing process because unless you're standing still and nothing, absolutely nothing is changing in your life and in the economy and you, somehow you are living in this bubble, chances are you probably need to be meeting with a financial advisor and going over your comprehensive plan. Now, does that mean you have to have a new financial comprehensive plan every time you meet with an advisor? Well, in our case, no. We like to set the basis of what's going on, get all the information so we have a starting point. And then after that, then it's just a matter of reviewing, making tweaks, what's new, and adding to it or subtracting to it because the basis has been set. So that is something, again, talk to the financial advisor you're working with. If you're searching for a financial advisor, ask them, what are your fees? Do you charge hourly? What is the fee to create a plan? What is the fee when it comes to the investments? Because creating a financial plan could actually be different than the fee you pay to manage the investments. Kind of go back to what I was saying before. Remember, there's some people that will pass a test and what's their job? Their job, and they're not trying to mislead you, I don't think. Their job is just to invest your management, your, your investments in the stock market. They're not looking to do comprehensive financial planning. Your job as the investor is to understand who you're linking shields with and what they really are bringing to the table. So with that being said, I'm going to move on from that. But if you have more questions on what is a certified financial planner, you can, yes, you can always call our office, but you can go to the CFP planning website and you can look it up. And yes, if you Google, you will find that I am there too, because I do believe that being a certified financial planner is a key.
key part of doing comprehensive planning. But that's my opinion. We'll be back in just 60 seconds with more Crystal Clear Finances. Tic-tac-toe, three in a row. Did you win or lose the first time you played? This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. When you don't know the rules of the game, it's easy to end up on the losing side. But once you understand the rules, you can play more efficiently. Finances are the same. It has rules, and those who understand them benefit. And those who don't, well, unfortunately, they seem to miss out on getting three in a row. Take time to learn the rules of finances. Understand what works, what doesn't, and why. Call Crystal Clear Finances at 518-433-7181 and gain confidence for every financial decision. You can win at finances. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. Now, let's go to the next one. And this part, we're still dealing with designations, right? So we talked about the individual needs to have experience. Talked about that last week. Now we're talking about those designations and credentials because we want to make sure they didn't just pass a test. So another credential or designation that's out there is a designation called the Certified Kingdom Advisor. Now, this is not a big whoop-dee deal in the regular secular arena. People probably could care less. So what is this? A certified kingdom advisor is able to take the knowledge, biblical knowledge about how finances work and apply them from a values-based point of view. Like they believe in the things about not being greedy and doing things righteously and investing in good places where your money will help people, not hurt people. They believe that helping individuals is more valuable many times than just the rate of return. Why do we want to invest in a company that is intent on defrauding individuals, but if we get a good return, hey, we can put money in it. We wouldn't want to do that. So let me read to you just a little bit about what a certified Kingdom Advisor is. And again, you can go to Kingdom Advisors, their website, and you can read this. And what I'm reading from, because I don't want you to think that this is just Crystal saying this. These were things when I sat down and said, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. I want to change people's lives. I want people's lives to be different because I was involved with them. And technically, what I really want is I want people to experience financial breakthrough because they've been around me. I want the anointing on me so heavy that no matter who comes around me, remember when Peter, right, wasn't it his shadow? It healed people. I would love there to be a day when the anointing is so heavy on me that people get out of debt, that people break bondages, that people are set free financially, that all of a sudden there's raises and there's bonuses and there's abundance and food lasts longer than it should have and money lasts longer and it grows faster, all because they've interacted with me. That's part of being a certified kingdom advisor. That's why I pursue these things because I seek the knowledge to know, God, how do I do that? Not just on a secular with a certified uh, financial planning designation, a CFP, because we have to have knowledge. We have to know that. 
but I want to combine that with the spiritual side of it and say, okay, I've got the secular side of knowing exactly how to do it. Now, how do I do it with the right lens to do it properly? So let me read to you what is a kingdom advisor. And then with this kingdom advisor, it says the CKA, which is Certified Kingdom Advisor designation, it's a certification designed for professionals serving clients in the Christian faith who take up a values-based approach to financial matters. It involves a course of study that integrates biblical principles with core financial advisory training. Essentially, CKA, Certified Kingdom Advisors, frame their financial expertise within a worldview consistent with Christian teaching. Kingdom Advisors create, was founded in 1997, and this group provides advocacy, education, and networking to financial professionals. So to have a CKA designation, oh, it's not enough to just say, hey, I want to have a biblical worldview and mix it with the secular worldview. This is what it says. This course, so let me just give you a hint. This course includes 95 short video lessons, 212 scripture verses on, that you have to memorize, 19 case study assignments, and 20 practice quizzes. Video lessons come from Ron Blue. If you've ever heard of Ron Blue and Larry Burkett, right? Larry Burkett helped you get out of debt, and then Ron Blue showed you what to do with the wealth. Comes from Ron Blue and the Kingdom Advisors faculty. Candidates usually invest around 60 hours of study and six months to complete this. And then ongoing, once you have received this, there are hours upon hours of continuing education. But I want you to think about this. You're going through a rough time and you're not sure what to do. You go to your financial advisor and you have to choose, do I tithe or where do I put that money? Do I put it in my retirement account? Or I know something, but if I don't say it, then at least I can have this raise. So maybe I just be quiet about something I know I'm supposed to stand up because at least I'll get the bonus. These are questions, just two that I can think of off the top of my head, that I've had clients come in and say, Crystal, I need your point of view on this. A certified kingdom advisor should be able to draw on the 212 scriptures that are memorized and part of their DNA and speak life to that spirit that's in you in regards to your finances. Certified kingdom advisors, I remember when I first was accepted, it was 2006. I know, that's how old I am. Get over it. That's good though, because it gives you experience. 2006, I remember I submitted at that time, I had to submit my tax returns. I had to show them that I was tithing. I had to show them that I was out of debt. I had to show them that I was investing. I had to show everything that I was going to preach and teach and instruct other individuals to do that I myself was living it. Imagine that, it was in writing. Then I remember I had to go get a signed statement from my pastor two other people in my community to say that I was in the community, that I was actively involved in my community. I had a couple letters from my clients about their interaction with me. Becoming a certified financial planner and then a certified kingdom advisor is not a little deal. In fact, the other day I was looking on the CKA site looking 
for a, a certain other certified kingdom advisor, seeing who my peers were, there's only one other. And to think that I've been here since 2006, all those years and all that time sowing in this field, I would encourage you when you are looking, if you are faith-based, and I know this is on YouTube, right? So some of you may not like me, and you can put the comments below, but I know what I'm called to do. I know who I am. I know that there will be a day that people will be blessed just because the presence and anointing of God on me, it will break their financial shackles. It will bring them into freedom. They will be equipped. They will know how to handle the surplus because remember this, remember God is a God of stewardship and he's not gonna pour out blessing that you're just gonna squander. He's gonna watch if you're faithful with that little bit and then he's gonna be like, yeah. They got it. And they're going to be able to give you more and more. And I want to be part of equipping you for that. So whether you use me as a certified financial planner and a certified kingdom advisor, or you go find someone else, the key is financial planning, true financial planning requires experience and it requires credentials, certifications, designations, so that you can be served properly. And this is one area I strongly encourage you to visit the Kingdom Advisor site. And also, just out of a note here, if you go back into our YouTube series, you'll see that I interviewed a gentleman named uh, West, Rob West. He happens to be the president of Kingdom Advisors, or he was when I interviewed him. They've now raised up a woman into that role, and now he's CEO. And he has a program called MoneyWise that's nationwide. And on that program, every day, he says, find a certified kingdom advisor so that they can give you godly counsel. Well, I am looking at the clock and realizing I got busy preaching and didn't finish all this stuff. So let me quickly go through here so that we can make sure that we've given you the information that you've needed. There's one part I wanted to talk about. Remember when I said you need experience and you need credentials. And I used a word called fiduciary. <laughs> well, a fiduciary, and I'm gonna read this off of Investopedia, and I know I'm doing a lot of reading and a lot of documentation, you're welcome, to my compliance department so that I can show them that everything I'm saying is documented. A fiduciary in any context is a person who is ethically or legally obligated to act in the best interest of another party. The scary part is this, many financial advisors who are not licensed are not fiduciaries. When you are looking for a financial advisor and you're looking for their experience and then you're looking for their credentials, you need to also ask, are they a fiduciary? We're a fiduciary, which would seem to make sense that we need to act in the best interest of our clients. But it is something that many people aren't aware of. In fact, according to this article from Investopedia, there are five common misconceptions about fiduciaries. And one of them is, is that everybody thinks that every financial planner is a fiduciary. Well, we just told you, they're not. They are not required. If they don't have a license, then they're not required to be a fiduciary. Second is many times individuals will think of well, a fiduciary, well, then they always have to take a test. Well, what happens is I've taken a test. 
I am a certified financial planner. I am a certified kingdom advisor. And yes, I am a fiduciary. But there are those, again, that are not. Fiduciary guarantees a profit or protection from losses. That is a misconception. If you've looked at your statements, you know that they're down. Chances are they're probably down this year. Yes, in the last few months, hasn't it been nice? They've been slowly, for many of my clients, working their way back up. But understand, financial planning is not just about rate of return. It is a comprehensive approach to life, your life, and you want to make sure that you have the right people working with you. It also says, and the last one is, is that fiduciaries are always honest. Wouldn't that be wonderful? And I think that's why many times the financial planning industry gets a black eye because there are many who have made off with money, right? <laughs> Ernie, Bernie, is it Bernie? Ernie Madoff, you know who it is, that robbed people from so much because he played on their trust. And that's why we've set up different structures so that we know money can never be held at our office. Money should not be held at certain financial planners' office. These are all part of understanding the credentials and the experience that's needed when you're choosing a financial advisor. Well, I'm looking at the clock and realizing, yep, I talked the whole time, not one break. You didn't even get to refill your coffee cup. I apologize for that, but I do encourage you to give our office a call for a free initial consultation at 518-433-7181. And join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.